over the course of a career, a 40-year career, Latinas lose 1.2 million. Let me say that again. Over the course of a 40-year career, Latinas lose 1.2 million. So can you imagine what you will do with that money? I hope you're saying build generational wealth. You are listening to the Say Hola Well podcast, a show dedicated to help stigmatize the idea of wanting more money as a woman of color. More money, more options, not only for you and your family, but also for our community. I am your host, Lucy King, Latina Wealth Coach on a mission to help more mujeres become investors and launch an online business. Just like you, I used to believe that I could only earn money if I was mentally and physically hard. And after learning about stock market investing and online business, I can tell you that there is a new way for us to create a legacy while living our purpose and not having to work as hard for money. So if you are ready to dive into understanding your money mindset, entrepreneurship, and stock market investing, you are in the right place. Welcome to the show. Hello and welcome to the podcast. In today's episode, we are going to dive into the financial reality of being a Latina woman. I'm going to talk to you about different gaps that exist and that are preventing us from building generational wealth, but I'm also going to give you some amazing tools that you can use and implement as you are listening to the podcast or as soon as you get done with the podcast. Before I dive into today's episode, I just want to remind you that if you have been listening to the podcast, it will be an honor to me if you share this with your amigas, with your friends, and anybody that you know needs to hear this message because together we are stronger and I really believe that all of us can build well juntas. So, okay, let me talk about these gaps. So I personally learned about one of these gaps back in 2018 and it blew my mind. So I'm going to talk to you about the Latina wage gap. I'm also going to talk to you about the home ownership gap, the investing gap, and I am going to also be discussing with you the financial education gap, okay? So let's dive into what is the Latina wage gap. So the Latina wage gap essentially means that Latinas earn 57 seven cents for every dollar that a white man non-Hispanic earns. So we are essentially doing the same kind of work, but being underpaid. And I used to think that it was because we were not negotiating our salary enough, but we are. And the reason why this 
gap exists is because companies are not charging for our worth, right? Sadly enough, we spend a lot of time trying to make it into these corporate settings or even as an entrepreneur, we're trying to provide quality services, but we're still undercharging. And so I learned about the Latina wage gap and I was just in shock and disbelief or probably, I'm not lying, probably like a couple of weeks. I've also learned that over the course of a career, a 40-year career, Latinas lose 1.2 million. Let me say that again. Over the course of a 40-year career, Latinas lose 1.2 million. So can you imagine what you will do with that money? I hope you're saying build generational wealth, right? And so it's just so wild to me to think that we are doing all of this amazing work. We are negotiating our salaries, but yeah, we continue to be underpaid. There is also the Latina revenue gap. So as entrepreneurs, we are not charging for our worth. We have this belief that if we offer a discount, we are serving our community. And if you do a competitive market research. So essentially, if you look at your competitors, uh, especially if you look at maybe like uh, someone who owns a business and is a white male, you will learn that he is charging probably three times more than what you charge. And so this revenue gap is what prevents you from having the cash flow and having the extra money to start investing for retirement. Like right now, there's probably some of you listening to the podcast that are not aware that you can use your business, your legal LLC has to be a legit business. You can use your business to start investing for retirement and actually use your business model and add a retirement expense into your chart of accounts as a way for you to start building generational wealth, right? You don't know this because they don't teach this in school. And so the next gap that I want to talk about is the home ownership gap. Because of the Latina wage gap and because of the revenue gap, we don't have enough Latinos that own a home, right? Like the casita has always been the dream for a lot of you. Some of you now come to realize that you don't need a home to be successful. But according to the National Association of Realtors, 63% of white Americans can afford a home compared to 54% of Latinos. That is just wild, right? And so we need to obviously have more money, increase our income to buy a home if that's something that you're interested, right? But because we are not earning enough, how are you supposed to save for your home, right? And so if you want to look at the statistics, you can go to treasury.gov. There's more information on that. And now I want to talk about the investing gap. So so 
since I've learned about investing and wealth building, I have seen a lot of information on teaching men that investing is the way to go. But yeah, the same information is now being passed on to women or girls. Like girls are being taught to save and save and save. And saving is definitely important because you need to have the money available for an emergency. But saving doesn't build wealth. Like I know that this is something that if you had a if you had a parent that taught you how to save, like they were doing more than a lot of our parents, right? But saving doesn't build wealth. Like there's no way for you to save up your way to retirement and even save up your way to generational wealth. So a lot of my clients, when we're talking about savings and investing, they get their minds blown when I'm talking about how when we put money at the bank, let's say that you're saving $10,000 in a savings account, a regular savings account, and you're like, okay, my money's safe, right? Which it is because most banks are federally insured. But what the bank does with your money is that they actually lend your money to somebody else and then they make money off your money. And so that is just to me wild because I do believe in savings, but I also believe in the power of investing and the power of compound growth, which is essentially what grows your money. So let me look at another gap that I wanted to talk about today, and that is the financial education gap. I'm not going to talk to you about how they don't teach this in school, because if you have been listening to the podcast, you already know that financial education and financial literacy is not taught in school. But I want to talk about the financial education gap when it comes to our home and our cultura. We have been conditioned to believe that talking about money, it's like a dirty thing. Have you ever thought about it? Like you probably want to talk about debt. You probably want to talk about your, your financial goals, but you don't feel safe doing it. And that is because culturally we have been taught that we don't talk about Bruno. So Bruno is the money right? Like we know we we want to give it away. We like to help people. We like to gift it to people. Maybe not necessarily money, but we like to use money as a way to, to buy a gift, right? For our loved ones. But why is it that we don't talk about it? And so I grew up in a very, I don't want to say very, but in a religious household where my grandma was very much with this belief that money was evil, right? And so my my belief around money was that I just, I didn't want to have it because it was not good, right? And so since I've started to dive more into my money story and learning to decolonize my money mindset, I have learned that money, it's nothing but energy. It's just energy. Like money is actually a made up word by society. Like if every single person in the whole wide world was to walk into the bank and ask for their money, there isn't going to be enough money to pay everyone, to give everyone their money, right? So when you're looking at your bank account, when you're looking at maybe your retirement account, you're just looking at numbers. But money is just a made up concept that was created to exchange our time, right? Like if you want to, or no, if you want to, but when you go to work, you're exchanging your time and your knowledge for a paycheck. And so I want to invite you to really start diving into this questioning of 
your beliefs like why is it that I don't talk about money why is it that I don't feel comfortable talking to my partner about money why is it that I know I want more money but I feel like I shouldn't want more right because a lot of us have this belief that more money more problems which is false and so I just share with you all about these gaps that I have been studying for a while and you're probably thinking like okay Lucy well you know you're pusiste de mal humor like you kind of put me in a bad mood so now tell me how to solve this what can I do so one of the things that you can do is starting today is self-advocacy you have to charge for your work so if you are someone who believes that you have to wait a whole year for a performance review mujer you are missing out on a lot of money so rather than waiting until your next performance review, let's say that it happens every year, go into your boss's office every six months and ask them where you are, you know, on your goals and what can you do to get more money. You can even use inflation as a tool like, hey, you know, inflation is at a record high, which is, it's a fact and negotiate a better salary. And if you are an entrepreneur, if you haven't changed your pricing in a long time, amiga, now is the time, right? Do a market research to make sure that your pricing is competitive with the market. So self-advocacy is definitely going to help bridge all of these gaps. But also one of the things that I want to see more of is the power of investing in yourself. So traditionally, we have been conditioned to believe that we have to do it all alone. Because if we are not sacrificing, if we don't feel that discomfort, then it's seen as cheating, right? Like think about the time when you were going to college and you spent hours and hours and hours trying to study and deal with the stress and doing all of these things alone when maybe there was a tutoring office available for you to go ask some questions but you were too embarrassed to go and ask and so we don't have time for that anymore it's 2023 and investing in yourself is going to take you a long long way Busy Mujer, if you are ready to embrace wealth building as a first-gen professional through stock market investing or online business, I would love to support you with that through my private coaching. It is the most intimate way for us to work together. You will be fully supported with weekly calls, worksheets, and everything you need to create the money systems the mindset, and of course, the vision that you need to create a legacy. This is what past clients have said about working with me. One of my clients said, best investment ever. You exceeded my expectations from the first call and until the end. Another client said, before working with Lucy, I was paralyzed in making decisions about my finances. After working with Lucy, I have learned that money can be simple and fun. Another client that I help with private business coaching said, Lucy is a badass Latina who helps you with limiting beliefs, money mindset, operating a business, and of course, learn about stock market investing. So if you are ready to work with a coach who understand what it's like to want more, I would like to invite you to apply 
to work with me using the link in the show notes. Now, let's get back to the show. I want to tell you, I actually made a post on my Instagram account a few weeks ago. So I share essentially my board of directors on how, you know, as now as a business owner, I have my LLC, which is Say Hola Wealth, and how I have a CPA, how I have a bookkeeper, how I have my business coach. And I share this because I want to normalize the fact that we need to ask for help. And so I added my therapist, like I put all of these posts on Instagram, because I want you to know that the power of having a second set of eyes or a second set of hands, or even just another brain that can help you think differently is so powerful. And I see this over and over with my clients. Like I have had clients in the past that on the first call come to me and they're like, I'm ready. I have my budget ready. And I'm like, okay, that's fantastic, but we're not going to start there. And when I work with my clients on the first calls that we have, actually not the first one, but probably the, the, first four calls we're not talking about budgeting we're not talking about numbers like in fact I I have a clear idea on where they are financially you know in terms of like do they have debt do they don't have debt but I don't look at their numbers at all until the fourth or fifth call and that is designed because I want them to really dive into decolonizing their money mindset like what are the things that have hold them back you know why what are the feelings that they have around money and how can I as their coach help them get ahead because a lot of them have money but they just they're afraid to invest it or they're afraid to like let it go because it represents a sacrifice of their their papas maybe their grandparents right and so I don't talk about this at all so the other thing that I wanted to share with you on this podcast episode is that I've also found some very, very positive statistics about our comunidad. And that is that nearly one in every four new businesses, it's being launched by a Hispanic. So one in four new businesses is launched by our comunidad. So think about the possibilities of having more money and being able to spend your money helping a Latina-owned business. We are contributing more than a 800 billion to the economy every single year. And so can you just imagine for a moment, like you buying your clothes from a Latina brand, you buying your, your jabones, like your soaps from a Latina brand, like we have so much purchasing power. And I think that sometimes we tend to forget because we are, we are so wrapped up about what is going on in our life that we don't look at the overall picture. So I want you to have more money because I want you to invest, but also because I want you to spend it freely without guilt, without shame. And in case you're wondering like, okay, that sounds great, but how should I be spending my money? So you should be spending your money in this format or this way. So 50% of your after-tax money should be spent on your needs. So your needs are the things that you need to survive. So food, shelter, 
maybe even healthcare, right? And then 30% of your after-tax money should be going to your wants. So your clothing, maybe you want to go on vacation, maybe you want to buy a bicycle, whatever it is that you just want. Maybe it's a new computer. And then 20% of your after-tax money should be going towards savings and investing. Now, I just say 20%, so I don't want to lose you. The 20% is the end goal, but you don't have to start there. Back in 2019, when my household was paying off $220,000 in student loan debt, our savings was not 20%, okay? It was very small. It was like 2%, but then slowly we were increasing it. And then once I learned to decolonize my mindset, and once I learned to monetize the skills that I already have and create a multidimensional business, my savings and my savings rate increase. So the goal or what's recommended is 20%, but you don't have to start there. That is like the traditional financial advice, like, oh my God, you better save or else, right? And no, you don't. You can start with 1%, 2%, maybe the third year is like, okay, I had this, I feel good about this. Now I'm going to start investing 10% because I understand my risk tolerance. I understand how investing work, like all of this, right? And so when my clients come to work with me, I teach them to invest safely. So what that means is that let's say that they're like, yeah, definitely I'm ready to start investing 10,000, 50,000, right? I actually don't recommend that. I was like, well, let's break it down. So maybe rather than doing 10,000, you do a thousand and then you learn to get comfortable with watching your money grow, but also with looking at how how the stock market is paying you money. And so I teach them to invest safe. And once they do that and they see it, right? Because investing is so new to us. Once they see it and once they get those dividend pays every quarter, they start to see, wow, it's like, it's actually a fact. Like I'm an investor and I'm making money and my money is making me money. So now I'm ready to do the next step. And I recommend that they do this investing strategy that is known as the dollar cost average. And when they do that, they feel so good. They feel safe and they feel in control of their money. So I want that for you as well. So I want to um, just open an invitation for you to work with me privately. I am I am taking clients right now to work with me for four months. And you can go to the link in my bio on Instagram to learn more about the details. So when I work with clients, I don't just do finances and mindset work. I also help them monetize the skills that they already have. And I have clients that were undercharging and they were able to create a four-figure offer. So if this is something that you're interested, let me know, or you can also use the link in the show notes. Okay, mujer, I think that is all I have for today. I am recording at a very, very late time in my closet, wearing my pajamas because I want you to have this information of the financial reality of being a Latina woman. Like you are in control of your thoughts, of your earning potential, and of course, in control of creating generational wealth. Have an amazing day and I will see you next week. 
If you are looking for additional resources to help you start your wealth building journey or online business, make sure you check out our blog at sayholawealth.blog. Until next time, stay safe, stay strong, and stay inspired. On the Say Hola Well podcast and associated entities, all information provided is for general informational purposes only, and it does not constitute legal accounting tax or other legal advice. Listeners should not act upon the content information without seeking appropriate advice from an accountant, financial planner, lawyer, or other professionals. We assume no responsibility for information contained on this podcast and associated entities and disclaim all liabilities with respect to such information, including but not limited to any liabilities for errors, inaccuracy, omission, misleading, or defamatory statements. Usage of this podcast and associated content constitutes an explicit understanding and acceptance of the terms of this disclaimer.